Welcome back to the Gotham Geeks podcast, the best destination for all things Batman, DC, and more. I'm your host, Jaden, and as always, joined with me, your other host, oh, Mike yes. Graham. Yeah, we're back for episode two. Woo! Um, before we get into anything, I just want to give a shout out to everybody who listened and watched. As of right now, let me let me look up our statistics. Let's pull up those, that data. We have... 24 people who listened to our first episode on Spotify and 36 or 37 who watched us on YouTube. I believe that's the case. Let me look at the exact yeah. numbers right now. That's 36 views. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did a lot of research before we got our podcast started and a lot of, almost every video I watched was like, you got to be consistent because you mm-hmm. won't be seeing five to 10 views to like your fifth or sixth podcast. But no, we, we've been doing all right. Um, so again, thank you to everybody who watched and who listened. Yes, big thanks. Um, big thanks. A couple of our household rules. You can follow us on social media at Geeks Gotham on Instagram and Twitter. Our Twitter is finally activated. It took a couple of days to get it going, but we were able to get it going. Um, you can find us on YouTube at the Gotham Geeks Podcast. It should be the only one that shows up, so that's great. We have one of the easiest um, channels to search for. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're listening on Spotify, then you know how to find us. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So what are we going to be talking about today, Ike? All right. So today, we're going to be getting into our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2022. Mm-hmm. And I know from talking with Jaden beforehand that there was a lot of a lot of changes made just because we didn't realize just how many movies were going to be coming out this year, because a lot of them kind of just went under the radar for a while. Mm. And we're like, oh, wait, this is still coming out. Yeah. And then there were other movies, which we'll talk about later, um, like maybe Black Panther 2, which we realized, okay, maybe that might not even be coming out this year because yeah. of all the delays. So if any of the movies that we list don't actually come out this year, it's not exactly our fault. This yeah. is just, as of now, the inf- with the information we have, these are the movies that are coming out in 2022. This but, year could go many ways. Um, I'll put that quickly. He already mentioned Black Panther 2. The three other movies that I put on as upcoming was John Wick 4. That was probably going to be in my top 10. Mm-hmm. This was absolutely not even going to be an honorable mention, but I thought I'd mention it. anyway, the Marvels. And then Mission Impossible, the new one was supposed to come out in March. It has been pushed back an entire year. That oh, was yeah, probably going to be that. that was probably going to be in my top 10. Yeah. But yeah, if there's any other movies that we missed, feel free to let us know. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, we will have a question below. Um, probably, what's your most anticipated film of the year? But we'll figure it out. We can add mm-hmm. a couple of fun things for you guys to do as you listen. And if you're listening on YouTube or watching on YouTube, rather, I'm going to see if I can't figure out a way to put up on like, the top corner of the screen. Yeah. Is that where you put the little, yeah. little eye icon where yeah. you can <laughs> click the poll? We'll see if I can figure out how to do that. Yeah, we, should be we'll, we'll have a poll up there for you guys, yeah. too. We'll put it there as well. But yeah, I think with that being said, we'll get into it. What I want to bring up actually briefly again, sorry, we're, you can tell we're, we're very professional at this. We know what we're going to say. Oh, absolutely. Um, our plans, though, is at the end of the year to come back and look at our top 10. We're going to bring up some honorable mentions mm-hmm. towards the end of this episode. We're not going to discuss those um, when we come back. We're just going to look at our top 10, see if they overachieved, underachieved, or kind of met our expectations. Mm-hmm. A few of these I fully expect to 
know, surprise us, but who knows? There's probably films in here that we'll have really high that will let us down all except the Batman, because that's obviously going to be the best movie of all time. Yes. But we never know. So we're going to run this through how I've seen people do it before. This is not an original idea, but we're going to start out with Ike. He's going to give us his 10, then we'll go back and forth. I'll give my number 10 and so on and so forth. So Ike, what do you have at number 10? In number 10, we have coming in Thor Love and Thunder. Now, when this movie was first announced, I thought, okay, this this is going to be really dumb. Like, number one, that, mm. that kind of sounds like a dumb title. And then the moment I started becoming a little bit more anticipated or becoming a little bit more excited for this movie to come out is when I realized, okay, Taika Waititi is back on the roll, and I've seen him um, with the last Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. He handled that very well, I thought, and that was one of my favorite Marvel movies. Even though I'm not, like, a huge Marvel guy, I still found it, like, entertaining. And ultimately, at the end of the day, like, that's what a movie is for. It's, like, oh, it's for entertainment. Yeah. And so... I wasn't the hugest fan of Jojo Rabbit, but I remember how he handled the Thor character and how he handled that story, and I thought that it was really entertaining. So I was like, okay, maybe there's actually some hope here. And then when I really started getting excited was when Christian Bale was announced as what, some sort of like bounty hunter or Craven the no not Craven not, hunter. Yeah, I don't it's, remember. But I haven't done much research. But yeah, I I do know what the character design looks like, and it kind of gives me vibes of almost like. Uh, is it William Hurt who plays Davy Jones? Yes, I, who, I believe so. Yeah. So like, if you look, take a picture of like, or if you look at a picture of Davy Jones, you look at a picture of like of William Hurt or whoever the actor is. Let's you know, let's let's not disrespect this man. Let's go ahead and pull up what his actual name is. Because Keep and that's and, that, and that's another thing. It's like we were talking about in the last episode just how impressive the the Planet of the Apes CGI is. Like what goes so overlooked so many times um, is the cgi for davy jones character like that like it blows my mind to this day of like how well they managed to 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 pull that off but if you pull up what's his name again bill bill nye Nye, Nye, yes not Not bill nye the science guy no he's bill nye the squid guy the bill nye the tentacle beard guy but if you look at a picture of him you look at a picture of davy jones like you can see like Okay, like that that fits really well. And then mm-hmm. when you look at a picture of uh Christian Bale and the character that he's going to be playing in this movie, it's really like it gives me that it gave me mm-hmm. that same sort of energy. So I was like, okay, this actually could be really interesting. But I think that's all I really have to say on that movie. Um Jaden, what are your thoughts on Thor Love and Thunder? Or actually, what are your thoughts on my placement of Thor Love and Thunder first? It's very similar to mine. I will okay. not lie. When I first made my list, Thor Love and Thunder was like top four. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll get into it when I get there. Um, I'll save my thoughts for that for when I get to it. It'll probably be fairly brief. We have a lot of overlapping ones, so I think we're mm-hmm. going to keep um, some of the conversation to a minimum because, you know, if he says what he thinks, and mine's, mine's fairly similar to Thor Love and Thunder, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. repeat necessarily what he said. But, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. My number 10 and I think this is going to be unpopular, is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Um, okay. Do expound. I, oh boy. This, I think, is going to be an entire episode in and of itself. I think that we'll talk about this once we've seen the movie. When I look at Marvel last year, and I'm not sure, have you seen any of the shows? Any of the uh, Disney yeah. Plus shows? I saw most of WandaVision. I saw most of... Uh... 
Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I saw all of Loki. I loved I mm. love the Loki series. Absolutely. And then I saw what was the most recent one? I saw some of the Hawkeye. What If episodes. I saw uh, very little of Hawkeye. Yeah. But I didn't watch all of them all the way through. But I, I know the gist of all yeah. of them. When when I think about last year, I'm was very let down. It was a very mediocre year. Um, mm-hmm. except all, the exceptions being obviously Spider Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Loki, which even that people aren't huge fans of, but I, yeah. I absolutely loved the ending. I really liked the oh, final yeah. episode. I know that's unpopular. Yeah. But also Shang-Chi. Everything else was mediocre to bad. Um, mm-hmm. WandaVision for me is the biggest mixed bag. I think that our expectations were so high with all of the rumors and speculation that when we got the final product, we were all very let down. Um, I would love to go back and rewatch that with just an open mm-hmm. mind because I... I feel like the reason I'm I'm a little bit so salty on that show is because of the expectations. And I also Yeah. Yeah, I'll get into this in a second. I'm not a huge fan of the Wanda fans. I think that people are a little crazy about her. <laughs> not that that's necessarily a problem. But when I look at everything else, um Falcon and Winter Soldier was my most anticipated show and I loved it until the final episode and then it really mm-hmm. let me down um what if I expected to be bad, but oh my gosh, that was worse than I thought. There were two episodes I really loved. Um, Hawkeye put me to sleep. The final episode had a fantastic reveal. Um, spoiler alert, Kingpin came back. And then in the final episode, he was dog water. I really did not like what they did with the character. Um, movie-wise, Black Widow was not good. But Eternals, man, um, that was my most anticipated movie. Really? Exclude even you know even over Spider-Man No Way Home because it was it was different. Um, I loved the director. I loved the cast, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so unique. And look, it was, but it wasn't good. That's fair. So I think my relationship with Marvel right now is they gave us so much content that I I don't really want more. Mm-hmm. So I, I think let me just briefly mention why I'm a little concerned for this movie. Um, that was a, a lot of rambling, but I'm a little worried for nostalgia. There are there are probably a hundred rumors of characters rumored to return, as in like Hugh Jackman to Professor X to um, um, Daredevil to even the two Spider Men that reappeared in No Way Home, and I was concerned with No Way Home for that reason. Is are these characters returning to expand and further the story, or are they just returning for us to be like, oh hey, I know that guy for some fan service? Yeah. Spider-Man did it and pulled it off really well. I'm very worried that this film is going to have characters in there just for the reaction, but not have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm very excited. I'm a huge fan of Sam Raimi. I I am not as big of a fan of Doctor Strange as most are. I, I'm excited. I am very skeptical. Um, I just don't like how Marvel is formatted, if anything. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for Moon Knight. I have, yep people are freaking out over that movie that it's so unique and it's so original and it looks so dark and it looks like the next daredevil it's not i hate to break it to you marvel has a format they're going to stick to that format and they're going to stick to the formula you're going to hear mcu jokes i expect that movie or that show and i expect doctor strange to get dark but it's gonna feel like an mcu movie to you know i hate to break it to you but Mm -hmm. for those reasons i have it lower than i'd like but that is my number 10 and yeah, what is your number nine? Well, my number nine would just so happen to be Doctor Strange mm. in the Multiverse of Madness. So Ironic. why not continue just to, to talk on the subject? Um, I wasn't sure what to think of this movie just because I didn't understand, the, yeah. I guess, the concept of 
multiverse of madness and then i realized okay they're probably just this is going to be their way of bringing in other characters like the yep. x-men or the other spider-men and then it just became really confusing like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what marvel is doing as far as i mean everyone talks about how they have this overall plan but for me and i know for a lot of other people the kind of the marvel cinematic universe ended with endgame i think everything yep. tied up perfectly there and they could have just ended but guess what marvel's not about making quality movies don't i know i'm gonna get a lot of hate for that but their overall mission is to make more money so that they mm-hmm. can make even better movies so they can make even more money etc that it just goes on they're not as concerned about yep. making quality movies because like that's that's part of the reason i like dc not the dceu there's some things i like in dceu yeah. and we'll talk about that more in other future episodes but with movies like joker it wasn't trying to like blow people out of the it's water. It's its own thing. Yeah, it, it was focused on telling us a story about Arthur Fleck, and that's yeah. what I loved about it. With Marvel, and with everything, especially after Endgame, it feels like the story's already been told, mm-hmm. and now they're just trying to come up with other things yeah. to try to make us more interested. And so when it comes to this multiverse thing, with uh, WandaVision, with Loki, with Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. with Spider-Man, it feels like there's like four or five different ways that they could have entered in the yeah. multiverse, and I'm like, why why not just make it like one thing why confuse us like this because yeah. like when they brought in oh, what's his face i love his kang. character huh kang the conqueror no in uh in one division uh flash oh quicksilver. Flash. quicksilver yes yeah. quicksilver's character i forget his name but like I, Piet, no, no 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 the no. actor's name oh uh um evan evan, evan something evan, evan something evan dear buddy if you're listening yes. sorry but it's yeah. evan no, I I absolutely love his scenes oh, in the yeah. X Men and everything, but they botched him. Yeah, they completely botched him and made stupid Marvel jokes again, yeah. like he said. And it, they, just, Boner, they disrespected baby. my they disrespected my boy, and then yeah, it was just like okay, this is really confusing. And then when I saw the trailer for Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, I was like, okay, visually, I'm interested. Mm. This looks mm-hmm. like it's going to be like a visual like phenomenon. But um, the only visual I didn't like from it, and I guess I'll just end my dis- my little rant on Doctor Strange, is I don't like his beard. His beard is like it's, it's so fake. It's way too full and too black. Yes, way, way too black. Way too black. Um, the the reason why I like a lot of like Robert Downey Jr.'s beards is because like they were little patches and it felt like mm-hmm. it felt like a real beard. Yeah. This it looks like he straight up like got a little bit yeah. of some craft paint and started yeah doing a little bit of strokes there. But that ends up my. Uh, Little rant on it. I'm still looking forward to seeing it. I want to know where they oh, yeah. go with it. Hopefully, they bring in some interesting characters without just making it fan service mm-hmm. and actually tying to the plot, kind of like they did with Spider-Man. But yeah, that's my number nine. Jaden, what's your number yeah. nine? My number nine, as Ike had for his number ten, is Thor: Love and Thunder. That was ah. originally up very, 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 very high. Um, I I do want to add real quick and look. I'm gonna be real. I I like Marvel. If you were to ask me five years ago, or even two years ago, when End or Endgame was what three years now, almost three yeah. years, twenty nineteen, Marvel would yeah. easily be my favorite genre of film. But as I've watched more and more, I've noticed so many problems with these movies. Not to say I don't like them; I still love them. I I still put Civil War in particular on a pedestal that oh yeah, none of the other movies I think will match. But you remember a couple of years back where it was we get two to three movies a year. You'd have to uh-huh. spend the whole year looking forward to it. Yep. Further story. We used to get quality over quantity, where I feel like they've shifted into quantity over quality. And I think Star Wars has done the same. Yeah. 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 But I am excited for this movie so much because, as he stated, 
Tiger Watiti's coming back. I'm, I love, love Thor. Jane Foster is coming back as Natalie Portman, and who doesn't love Natalie Portman? But my main yes. reason of excitement is Christian Bale. I am a sucker yes. for anything Christian Bale. I, I'm not really going to speak much on it other than everything that Ike said was truly valid. I, I have no worries about this film. I expect this to be a really great film. Um, I Again, I, I did, like Ike said, I thought it was going to be unnecessary, but as I've seen more pictures, I'm like, you know what? I'm just, you know, this movie isn't necessary. We don't need this movie, but I'm going to just, I'm going to go, I'm going to watch, and that's that. And enjoy it. So, yeah. And, and might I just say real quick, like, I feel like maybe in the last episode, maybe I did Christian Bale a little bit too dirty yes, in comparison to the other Batman. But, like, don't get me wrong, like, Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors of all time. And I think he's definitely oh, one yeah. of the best. The man's so versatile. The man's just so just excellent in all he does. Like, anything he yeah. does, he gives it 110%. So but he's not Batman. No. He's... I view him in different roles. Yes. Whereas yeah. that's a not necessarily a Marvel problem. And, you know, I feel bad for some of these people. I feel bad for um, Tom Holland in particular. He's never going to outlive Spider-Man. Everyone's going to know him as Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, he's known for so much that when I when I heard he was on board, I'm not going to view him as the guy who is in Thor Love and Thunder. There's so many other things that he's done yeah. that I'm going to recognize him and remember him for. Mm-hmm. Um, American Psycho probably is like... The one I know him from the bur- the one that I kind of put him in the category of the most. Yeah, but it's just whenever like he goes, um, I I, I don't know if this is under the because we don't know him, but he feels to me like an actor who he picks out his roles. Mm-hmm. Certain actors, I mean, look, let's just be real; they'll take any role they can get. So when I hear that he's going to be in a movie, then I'm like, oh. He knows it's going to be good. So, oh yeah, that's the big reason that I think both of us are excited. Again, this isn't to bash Marvel. Um, no, no, there are things about Marvel I bash, but that's another episode 100%. for another time. So, yeah. But what do you have at number eight? Number eight, we have coming in Disappointment Boulevard. Now, I don't know a whole lot about this movie, but the only two things I needed to know in order to get interested in the movie is that it's one in a 24 movie and they mm-hmm. usually have they're not like the the best movies out there but they're yeah, more yeah. unique and they're more cinematic they're, they're and they're I, I like that yes they're original and the number one thing that got me hyped for it is that joaquin phoenix is a part of this yep. and kind of talking about uh kind of uh springboarding off of what you were talking about with like christian bale picking his own roles and just it feels like joaquin phoenix is one of those actors who picks his own roles and he doesn't want to become known as like the one guy from this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that's part of the reason why he, I feel like him and Leonardo DiCaprio would decline Marvel roles. Like, oh, absolutely. Cause he was offered the role of Dr. Strange and the reason yeah, why he, it. yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Oh yeah. You know, Benedict has done a great job and mm-hmm. I feel like walking is too, um, too much of a act. Actually that, that's going to sound horrible. <laughs> Too uh, much of a I was gonna say too much of a good actor to be a part of Marvel. That's not what I want to say. Yeah, he 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 views himself as more than a cash grab. Oh yeah. So he he values yeah. his reputation. And you know, I love about him too is uh, he's not going to be the actor to say, "Oh well, I'm the best Joker." Or no, actually, I don't think no. anybody else has really played. Um, uh, Jared Leto might might think that. Yeah, but. that's true. <laughs> but yeah, he he he's just a great actor. Yeah. But. Again, I don't really know. I mean, we could probably look up what the yeah the whole synopsis of it is. But... I, I was interested in that one, too. I didn't put anything on there because I'd rather just go into it blind. Yeah. So, according to 
Wikipedia. Maybe I should be looking at this on IMDb. Yeah. But um, it says, Disappointment Boulevard is an upcoming American a comedy horror film written, directed, and produced by Ari Aster. Stars Joaquin Phoenix, Nathan Lane, Patty LuPone, Amy Ryan. I'm not going to continue to go on. Yeah. Ozer, I'll probably you get it. You, if you want to look into this movie, go look it up on Google for yourself. I don't yeah. believe there's a trailer out yet. No, no. But it's made produced by the same company that uh, pushed out movies like Midsommar and Hereditary. Yeah. And it's It has me anticipating. Okay, oh, absolutely. The, the, I'm looking forward to see what the trailer has to offer. Because yeah. other than that, we just don't know enough of the movie for yeah. me to talk much more about it. Well, uh, I have an A24 movie on my list. Oh, really? We'll get to later. Um, was that all you had to share for that's That's eight? all I got. So what, what's your number eight? Number eight for me, I have Black Adam. Oh, okay. This one follows the category of the first two that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a fan of Dwayne Johnson. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But Dwayne Johnson falls into a category that I'm going to put a couple actors in. Kevin Hart, Dave Bautista. Unfortunately, I'll put Tom Holland in this role, but Tom Holland too. Mm-hmm. And Dwayne Johnson. Whenever I see a movie with these characters, I only view them as the people. Yeah. Um, whenever Kevin Hart's in a movie, I don't know the name of his characters. I just know him as Kevin Hart. Jack Black's the same way, which is why I think Jumanji worked so well is those three in particular, Karen, um, I always have viewed her as Nebula, but you know, she's in more stuff. Those three people, you know, Jack Black is Jack Black. Uh-huh. Um, Dwayne Johnson's also in that category. So you can I, put Ryan Reynolds in that category yeah, too, I think. I can never take him seriously. Yeah. Um, and shout out to John Cena because I, I would, I would easily put John Cena in this category too. But if you've been watching Peacemaker, which, spoiler alert, next week is going to be our review of season one. Keep your eyes out for that. Oh, man. John Cena is so much better at acting than I thought. Um, mm-hmm. My biggest criticism with The Rock is I feel like he sticks to what he's good at. He he doesn't branch out. Um, the same could be said about Adam Sandler, but we saw what he did with Uncut Gems. Mm-hmm. I mean, he killed it. So I do want to see The Rock in a movie like that. But getting back to Black Adam, I think this is going to be a great movie. Yesterday, a little like one minute teaser of the upcoming movies was released. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll have pictures on the screen. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see what Ike wants to well, do. I'll, I'll, I'll maybe yeah. mess around with that but a little bit. With, I'm not going to say their names. If they're on the screen, they're on the screen. But there's a couple characters that are going to be in it. The one I'm most excited for being Dr. Fade. I'm not going to say the rest, though. I'm really excited for this movie. I, f- I don't expect much of it. I, to be honest, I don't know what your thoughts on this. I don't really think it's going to be a great movie. No, probably not. Although I am excited for Doctor Fate in it because yeah, I do like Pierce Brosnan. Pierce that's how you his name, so but good. no, I, I think you're right. But I, I, I just think it'll be a, a fun time. It, I think it'll be like Shazam. Shazam's not a great movie, but Shazam is one of those movies that I can turn on anytime and have fun with it. Yeah, but that's really all it is. Maybe this shouldn't be ahead of the two Marvel movies, but after I saw that little, you know, synopsis, I guess, um, and then when we also saw the bit of footage. I'm, I'm excited. I think it looks unique enough. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that is that is at my number eight. I don't really have anything else to add on it. Um, you have it in honorable mentions, correct? I do have them. Is there anything mentions. you want to just briefly say about Black Adam? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you basically covered the gist of it. There's not much more to, to say on it because we don't really know like a whole lot more yeah. about it. We got a little bit of uh, teaser footage. In, uh, from DC Fandom last year in October. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it, it gave me Shazam vibes, but just a little bit darker. And I feel like what it's going to be is, like, not as good as Wonder Woman, which I'm not, like, the biggest fan of, but I thought they handled it well. Oh, yeah. 
but it's not going to be as bad as Wonder Woman 84. Yeah, we don't talk about I, that. <laughs> I think that movie is absolutely trash. No, I'm, that, I'm sorry. That like, is worse than... Oh, that's going to be a bold statement. It may not be worse well, than you, Suicide Squad, but it's garbage. I mean, it is yeah. actually trash. It'll it'll probably be about as good as something like Shazam, just not... Like, as far as like the quality of the movie goes, yeah. it'll be about that level, but it won't be as like comedic, I'm assuming. Yeah. But... There's not really much more to say. It's going to be focusing more on like the older ancient times, so mm-hmm. I, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with that. But I mean, I'm still, I'm still interested to see it. It's just an honorable mention. Didn't make the top ten for me though. But yeah, um, that all you said you have for for that one. Let me pull up my number eight because or my number seven. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I don't know a whole lot about, but I do know a lot about the first one because my number seven would be. Knives Out 2. Nice. I remember when I first saw this movie, my parents recommended it, and they were like, hey, you should really see this. This is a really good one. So I was like, okay. I looked at the cast, and I was like, oh, this actually looks pretty interesting. Went to see it with my friend. Um, I didn't guess the ending, mostly because I realized whenever I go into a movie, I start putting my detective cap on, and I try to figure out how the movie ends, and I always ruin the ending for myself because like, that's not like a pat on the back for myself, but like, yeah. it's... I try to make myself seem dumber for a movie. Like I try to just view it as they intend it yeah, instead of try to, yeah. to cheat my way through it. And that's how I went through this movie is, okay, I tried to remove my detective cap, let them do the detective work for me. And I enjoyed it. And yeah. uh, I'm sure if I thought about it more, I would have guessed how it ended. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. I'm not mm-hmm. going to spoil it, but uh, Wikipedia again, maybe I should, I should just have IMDB <laughs> pulled up at this point. But I'm sure they're similar enough. But it says, Knives Out 2 is an upcoming American mystery film written and directed by Ryan Johnson and produced by Johnson and Ram Bergman for T-Street Productions. It's a sequel to Knives Out. It has Daniel Craig returning to the role as the detective. I think that's going to be really cool. As Mm. Benoit Blanc or something. It's French, so... We botched it. Or he bought... Sorry, (laughs) I have nothing to do with this. He botched it, but it is what it is. Yeah. Say something in the comments. Yeah. Um, A master... Detective taking a new murder case. That's literally all we know about yeah. it. It's a new murder mystery, Knives Out 2. Um, I'm not sure if it's if they're based on books or not. Because mm-hmm. I know with like the I think original. They are? From Ryan Johnson, I believe. That's cool. Because one of the movies that I'll mention in my honorable mentions, and it would have made the top 10 list, yeah. but there's a very specific reason it hasn't, mm. is... Actually, maybe I'll just mention yeah, it yeah. Um, Or you can go back to it if you want. It's yeah. up to you. So... Uh, what I would have had as maybe, I don't know what I would have put it as, maybe like four or three or something, mm-hmm. is The Death on the Nile. But that's already oh. out right now. And it's yeah. it's an Agatha Christie movie. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. It, it literally came out. I haven't out, seen it. Either. As of now, it came out one day ago, two days ago or something? Yeah, two days ago. And so um, I really liked uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I mm, love the same. cast for that. And it was an adaptation of a book. And this is going to be the same Death on the Nile adaptation of an Ag- another Agatha Christie, uh, another Agatha Christie book. But I didn't know if Knives Out was kind of going that same route of like, yeah. we're going to take these detective novels, we're going to turn them into something cool. But I am looking forward to that movie as well. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to see the Knives Out 2 trailer and get a little bit, hear a little bit more about the synopsis. Maybe I'll remove it from the top 10 once we, yeah, we'll <laughs> if we realize. But yeah, we'll, that's we'll, all. We'll stick to our top 10. Or- it's not stop top, top 10, 10 by the end of the year, but yeah, but that's all I got to say for my number seven. Yeah. So Jaden, um, I'll just add to knives out too. um, shout out Ryan Johnson on popular opinion. I do like the last Jedi, which he directed. He's a great, Oh, I'm sorry. 
No, the, you disagree. The, everyone, everyone, you're entitled to your own opinion. All right, I yeah, respect so your opinion. We finally just, found something we disagree, disagree on. Yeah, we maybe that's a good conversation for another episode. That would be, yeah. We'll talk about the sequels. The sequels. Yeah. I do actually like that film. I know it's unpopular. Um, he is really good at doing things that you're not expecting. Unlike Ike, I did kind of know where the ending was going to go. I, I mm-hmm. sort of got it spoiled, and I really wish I didn't, because if I didn't, I don't think I would have figured it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for the second one. It didn't make my top ten, though. Okay. But well, we're, what are we on? We're on number seven now. Oh, so we'll get to my number seven. The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent. Ah, uh, yes. Um, I'm not going to look up this, um, the synopsis. I'm just going to give it in my words. This is a fictional movie about Nicolas Cage, played by Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. starring Pedro Pascal and Tiffany Haddish. And Nicolas Cage, of course. Oh, yeah, and Nicolas Cage, sorry. Um, I don't expect this to be a good film, but it's a Nicolas Cage movie. It's self-aware. From the trailers, it's pretty funny, I'm not going to lie. Now, granted, mm-hmm. hopefully this isn't one of those movies that follows the trend of, hey, let's put all of our good jokes in the trailer. Um, It could do that. I am not going to watch any of the other trailers if they release them. But, yeah, this is gonna be a gr- I think it's going to just be a fun time for a movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Nicholas Cage is one of those actors who is, I mean, he's such a meme. He is either in the worst movies of all time or is in a really good movie. There's like none between them. Um, Pedro Pascal plays the Mandalorian, Din Djarin, who in the past two years has easily became one of my favorite characters, maybe of all time. Really? I love the Mandalorian. That's a whole nother topic. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Tiffany Haddish. I'm not going to lie. I don't think she's funny. But, you know, when she's in a movie, I'll, I'll still watch it. I don't really know what else to really say. I th- I will get we'll talk more about it in a little bit. I'll just say that. Yeah. But yeah, I th- I think it's gonna be a fun time. To be honest, when we when we look back on this year, if this movie is okay to good, it has surpassed my expectations. I don't expect this to be that great, but I, I love a self aware movie, and I'm a sucker for anything Nicolas Cage. So that's why I have this at number seven. It may be unpopular. Most people probably don't even know that this movie is coming out. Mm-hmm. But to me. Nicolas Cage, Pedro Pascal, a self-aware, really cheesy action comedy. I mean, it has everything I want more. So that is my number seven. Uh, we'll save Ike's thoughts <laughs> to when we get to his. I've, I've got a little bit to say about yeah. myself, for sure. But what? what is your number six? My number six is Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm. Now, I didn't even grow up knowing who Martin Scorsese was. Or any wow. of his movies, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't hear about any of them. And then recently, and by recently, I mean within like the past like five years or so, mm. I started getting introduced to movies like Taxi Driver, Goodfellas, Casino. Uh, haven't seen Casino yet though, so I really want to see that. It's really good. But um, uh, yeah, he's really really good at what he does. Most of it's like mafia style type movies. So if that's not really your type of thing, I would still say watch it anyways because they're very well directed very well produced and the actors in them always just always like smash it 10 out of 10 um you can see robert de niro showing up a lot you can see leonardo dicaprio showing mm-hmm. up a lot in movies like the departed um so yeah i don't know a whole lot about the movie like a lot of these movies like yeah i know just enough about to mm-hmm. be a little bit more uh, in, uh excited about I keep trying to say a little bit anticipated. It's yeah, not, it's not a phrase. No, we're anticipated for all of these. Don't get us wrong. Oh, 100%. But um, Killers of the Flower Moon, I know, is starring uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
and I know it also has, uh, I believe, Robert De Niro in it. I did not know um, they'd be together, but yeah. Let's let's go ahead and look up yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon. And uh, I had to look up what the actual title was because I knew it was Killers Flower Moon. Something, yeah. But... As he's looking that up, um, I'll give my two two films that I think you should watch if you're unsure. Um, the first one, and it's mainly because it's pretty modern, is The Irishman. Oh yes. Um, spoiler alert, or if you want a heads up, it is a very very long movie. So I encourage if you're not really one to focus too well, you can break it up into a few days or a few uh, sit down watches. But then also The Departed. I think it's a great movie. Um, Mm -hmm. When you watch a Martin Scorsese movie compared to other movies, you can just see how much, you know, he's been a part of the, I mean, the game for, I mean, pretty much since the beginning of time at this point. He always kills it. I can't remember a bad movie that I've seen that he's directed. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, who's to say maybe there's movies that have run reviews, but we're all, you know, entitled to our opinion as um, subject and as belief of The Last Jedi, <laughs> which yeah, we'll see yes. what happens to that one day. But I did not know anything about that. So when I saw you put it on your list, I was curious. But yeah. So, I mean, like I said, all I really know is that it's it's like a kind of like a Western. But here's here's the actual synopsis. It's only like one sentence long, but it's members of the Osage maybe Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J Edgar Hoover. Now that that name does sound very familiar yeah. to me. And he'll like probably be that. Leonardo is what I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. He has a very interesting haircut in this. It's just like split straight down the middle. Like yeah. come straight down. So I was like, okay, he's it's probably of the times. Play. Huh? It's probably of the times. Oh yeah. Honest. Now that's True. a thing nowadays too, as to what yeah. I look like. <laughs> so we, we know we got him. Robert De Niro is probably going to play the same sort of... I feel like he kind of fits in that category of not like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yeah. where it's like it's a cash grab, but like... But you know who he, he is. Yes, he yeah. tends to play the same sorts of characters, yeah. and that's usually not always the actor's faults. Oh, yeah. Because most of the time, directors are like, oh, this guy fits the bill for this like perfectly. Um, but yeah, it's got Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro, and also Brendan Fraser. I like Brendan. Oh, Fraser. really? Yeah. I did not. Wow. He's making a little bit of a comeback yeah, j- recently. Man is always getting put in some bad roles, but that's actually cool. I didn't know he was in that. I'm a big advocate for uh, George of the Jungle myself. I grew up with that movie, and I <laughs> yeah. absolutely love it. But, yeah, that's all I really have to say about Killers of the Flower Moon. Interesting. Interested to hear what that title means in the movie. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my number six. Jaden, what's yours? Uh, so... My number six and my number five could go either way. So I have it written down a certain way. I'm going to just, I'm going to change it real quick. For number six, I have Spider-Man Across the Multiverse. Part one of two. Part two, apparently, we're going to be getting next year. Hmm. Um, it's like an Infinity War Endgame type deal? I hope not, but unfortunately, that's probably what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, I loved the first movie. Um, surprisingly, I heard there's an animated Spider-Man movie about Miles at first. I was like, oh my gosh, why, why, why? We just had, um, it was like recently when Tom Holland just became Spider-Man that we found out about this. Like but a I, year or two later. Yeah. Something like that. But I saw the trailer and visually it was like nothing we've ever seen before. I had a very, I, I had a Pixar in my head, like a Pixar animation and it was nothing like that. Uh-huh. My worry with this movie is I feel like it was so unique that there's really nothing they can do now that we're going to be like blown away by. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not sure what your opinion is in the movie. I love it. You a fan of it? I, I remember when I saw it, I felt like people were hyping it up so much. So I went into it expecting like the world's greatest thing. Yeah. So I was a little bit let down by that. So mm-hmm. that's why I don't I don't let other people necessarily hype up movies for me. I'll yeah. try to be hyped up myself. And um, I don't think I watched any of the trailers for it, actually. So I didn't that's know the animation thing, style. Yeah. So when I saw it, I remember thinking, wow, this is actually a really cool style. Yeah. So visually, I really like what they did with the movie. Storyline wise, also great. I just don't think it was like the greatest thing ever, as like a yeah. lot of people thought it was. But it's still it's still solid. And yeah. with this movie, again, like you said, like I felt like it was it was already such a unique thing that there's not a whole lot more to like. It doesn't seem like it from my yeah. perspective. Hey, you never there's know. Not more to add. What a Pixar! Yeah. They're every every year they're adding on to what we already thought was enough. They always add more. Oh, and here's a. Uh, unless you were going to say something else. Yeah, I was going to add one last thing. First off, apologies if you hear a fan noise. We have a fan that just <laughs> suddenly kicked on. Um, yeah. Last thing I do want to mention about this movie, um, kind of going off of what Ike said, my unlike Ike, my expectations were so low, and I think it was because I had such a hatred, of, and I still have a hatred of Sony. Now, Sony has done things yeah. recently that you know I'm on board with. I, I fully expect, oh, what's the new one, Uncharted? I expect that to be yeah. complete garbage. I do not yeah. think that Sony handles their movies well, no. which is why the MCU movies do better than Venom. But uh, I'm excited for this movie. The writers are the same people who made the Lego movie, and I am a sucker for the Lego movies, as you can see on this table. Um, oh, I, I, think I have faith in this movie. Um, again, I'm just, I feel like we've seen it all. We had, what, six Spider-Men? Spider-People? Something like that, yeah. And a year ago, they released this brief teaser on Instagram, and it's just flashing with all these different symbols. People were able to count up a tally. There's like 22 Spider-Men showing up. Like really? that's that's a lot. Um, I'm still yeah. excited. I'm very open-minded. I really wish it didn't say part one because it kind of spoils that. No matter how it ends, we know there's going to be a follow-up. Yeah. I wish that that wasn't in the title. It is what it is. Um. This, again, was at five, but the more I've thought about number six, it had to move up for me. So I'm going to put this at number six. That's fair. And like you were talking about with the uh, part one and part two type deal kind of ruining it, um, this didn't ruin the experience for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was the only, not like the only, but like maybe the biggest like problem with Dune for me was like, I absolutely love the movie. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. That's my favorite movie last year. I'm just pulling that out. There. Yes, yes. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to fight you with that. Like, visually, yeah, yeah. probably at least top three like most like visually impressive i don't movies. think there's one shot in the movie that i could tell it I, no, all looked real it was absolutely like i i still i still love the movie it's it was, the ending and that's what i think you were gonna yes. get at yes so like i knew like from rumors beforehand that this was going to be a two-parter yeah and i feel like okay there's they're probably gonna cut it off at a part that makes sense they but did they it. didn't and so I feel like if they cut it out, like cut it off, like before the fight or something between yes. him and the, is it Javier Bardem? Yeah, I or, believe. Okay. I believe it. But um, I feel like if they cut it off sooner, it would have worked better. But um, yeah, hopefully they don't run into that yeah. issue here. But um, It is what it is with Dune. There was no way they were going to wrap it all up. I, I do agree. The ending was so abrupt that when it hit the end credits, I'm like, that's it? Yeah. Like, you felt like it was supposed to go on a little bit longer. And that's a benefit of Dune that um, we'll talk about when we get to both of our number ones. It's such a long movie, but you're engaged the entire time. 
and look, I'm gonna be real. It's a slow burn, but mm-hmm. I think for the best. But what I praise Dune for is the marketing was Dune, mm-hmm. but the opening title when you watch the movie says Dune Part One. I do wish that that's what they did for Spider Man um, across the multiverse. You can market it as this one movie thing, but you can even start the movie as part one. So when you go into the movie, you're like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing. I just am not a huge fan of movies that market um, part one and part two. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it was a big thing in the 2000s. I mean, Hunger Games did it. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I, I love the Hunger yeah. Games, by the way. I, um, I do, too, for the most part. The ending is, yeah, okay. something else. That's fair. But... Uh, but that's another praise of Infinity War. It didn't say part one of part two. So even when we already knew there was a part two, but when the movie ended, there's almost the sense of, oh my gosh, is that actually it? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a part two, but you're still questioning it. So yeah. I'm not really a fan of movies that do that. Um, that. That's just my stance. But yeah, we're getting into our top five. Um, yeah, I think we have pretty similar ones in our top five, but we'll most, see. Most likely. So what do you have at number five? <sighs> number five is most definitely, I think, going to be the most heated discussion. Between, not heated discussion, but like we are both very passionate about the subject. And, oh, yes. and we are both, we both agree with oh, our yeah. stance on this because number five is going to be the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say it's going to be like the most unnecessarily controversial heated, I can't think of the right way to word it. But this is, as we know, to be the DCEU's attempt to rewrite the storyline yep. and erase the Zack Snyder movies. Yes. And that is our biggest problem because the greatest thing about the DCE universe is what Zack Snyder brought to the table with think movies like Man of Steel and yep. um, personally, like Batman vs. Superman, especially the extended edition. Yeah. I know a lot of people I, I like didn't it. like it. I like it. And especially Zack Snyder's Justice League and how that movie ended setting up like what could be like Justice League part two or whatever they decided to call it. Like there was so much potential there and it it gained so much attention and so much praise when Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Everybody wanted to see where it would go next. And he even took characters like everyone who disliked Jared Leto's Joker, or maybe not everyone. I'm sure there's a few of you weirdos out there that thought he was stupid (laughs) weirdos. Um, But he took Jared Leto's Joker and he made him work with it. And we're not going to, well, maybe we could spoil it a little bit, but like, please go watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. But he, he takes Jared Leto's Joker. He's not in it very much. He's in it. Two minutes, two minutes minutes. and 45 seconds, I believe. Yeah. And he has more depth. Than an entire garbage <laughs> movie. movie. But, like, the dialogue between him and Batman is some of the best Batman and Joker dialogue I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Or read. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I really, really want to see what they do with this. And guess what? The Flash is going to erase that because they want to broaden their horizons. Yeah. They want to act like none of these movies happen. So, we're going to give it a clean slate and make it better. Yeah. They don't realize they're just removing the foundations of what mm-hmm. could be a good universe and making it absolute trash and building their foundation on jello or yeah. something if, that's not stable. If only we could change that. But hint, hint. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll, we'll be yeah. we'll be talking about that more perhaps in a later episode. But oh, yeah, the reason why it makes my top five is because not not only do I want to see just how badly they handle it. But I'm also a huge fan of Ben Affleck's Batman. Hmm. I also, I liked Ezra Miller's, uh, 
Flash, especially with what Zack Snyder did with them. But uh, we're also going to be getting, if you didn't know, Michael Keaton's Batman coming back. Um, I feel like Supergirl. Supergirl. She doesn't get any credit, but hey, she looks fantastic. I think they did great. The only thing I didn't like about her outfit was, uh, you can go ahead and look at a picture, or maybe I'll put a picture of this on the screen, but the abs that they did with her was really weird. It looked a little fake. Yeah. It's not a problem. I mean, look look at Henry Cavill's suit. I mean, the dude is jacked. Yeah, but like it, they looked like they were actual yeah. abs. This looked like they were a little like shark fins or something. Yeah. So it was a little alien looking, which I mean, I guess I'm fine with. But yeah, looking forward to Supergirl in that as well. But yeah, and and, and I'll let you talk about this more when you when you yeah. talk about it. But um, yeah, I overall, no, <laughs> you're fine. Overall, I'm still interested to see what they do because this is going to be a movie about like. The Flashpoint Paradox, which if I think that's it's, the correct... Yeah, Flashpoint Paradox. Bridge, where CW butchered it, by the way. Yes, F- very I. much so. So, basically, uh, synopsis-wise, Flash goes back in time and uh, tries to... No. I think we just should keep it. Some of these people aren't going to know. Okay. All if right. you, hey, if you want to share, you can, but I think it's better to not know about Flashpoint. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, hey, we'll, hey, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, okay. But... Um, yeah, I still really want to see because Ben Affleck, the, the last thing I'll say on this is that Ben Affleck said that some of his favorite just Batman, not just his Batman, but just overall Batman scenes are in this movie. movie. So I'm like, okay, there's going to be, I feel like, and at at the end of the year, when we go over this list again, I feel like it's probably going to be maybe in the roughly the same spot, like right in the middle Mm -hmm. where there's going to be a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that the lows aren't as low as we think they are, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yeah. All I have it. Well, we'll we'll get into it when I get into it. There's some things that I found out in the past week or two of research that I haven't even talked to Ike about, so I don't even think that you know. It. And I'll bring those Shoot. up. Um, there's some hope. Let me just put it that way. There is a new hope. A new hope in Star yes. Wars. But for me, for number five. Whoops. Yeah, I'm looking at it correct. Number f- five. I have everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, this is an A twenty four. Okay, film. I don't know if you've seen the trailer. I don't think I have. I'll just speak on this briefly. Um, Ike will watch this when he gets home, or right, right after the podcast. Yeah. I don't, I don't this know. This is interested. an original multiverse movie. Oh wait, is this the one? It has with a bunch the... of eyeball or like googly yes, eyes? Yes, I have seen the trailer. It's whack, but I'm I am very excited to see this movie. I'm not going to name a single actor. Look, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there is no way that we get any of these pronunciations right but i don't know what it was about this trailer but i think the i think it played before no way home was when i first saw it yeah that's, and i was yeah. like what the heck is this but i saw a24 and i'm like okay they're pretty original and this movie looks original and i think why i'm more interested in this than the multiverse film coming out but i think before as in doctor strange is there is no nostalgia there is no um mm-hmm. We haven't seen anything before, so you're going to see this character as she goes from person to person to person to person throughout the multiverse. And we have no attachment, so we're going to get to learn about everything about this. And there's really, I really can't even talk about the plot. There's really no plot from the trailer. And maybe they'll add another one, but Mm -hmm. I'm just very open-minded. I'm very interested. I'm excited. I do expect this to be on my list of favorite films um, by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Who's to say? We'll see. I'm yep. pretty excited for this film. I didn't expect it to be on here or even watch it, but yep. once I saw the After trailer, trailer a few times, I was I was pretty hooked. 
So it almost seems like it's like a Christopher Nolan attempt. Yeah. At like a humor, more humorous. At a more humorous yeah. version of like a Back to the Future slash Parasite. Yeah. Maybe. It looks it wow, looks whack, that but it's supposed I'm... to be racist or something. No, no, no I'm like, joking. I'm joking. No, 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 no. But it's I know what you like, mean though. I know with, you with mean. the way that the movie is shot. It's the way. Oh, um, it's, it's, I forget who the cinematographer was for Parasite. But like, I, I love Parasite, I, and I thought that more. It's not the same person. I think. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm, let's not look up who the cinematographer is. <laughs> I, I I don't know. No, but like, but Parasite's, Parasite. Parasite is shot in a very specific way. Yes. Yeah. And when I saw that trailer, I was like, this almost looks like it was shot by yeah. the same people who did. Maybe it is. It ain't no Marvel jump cut every four. Yeah. So every punch is a jump cut in Marvel. Let's just be honest. Yeah. But yeah, that is my number five. Excellent. What do you have at number four? Number four for me, and this started off as a number two, but I, I had to move it a mm. little bit down just because of the next two movies we're going to talk about shortly. But number four is Lightyear. Oh, yeah. From a young age, I have absolutely, and, and to this day, I absolutely love Toy Story. I love Toy Story 1 with like all my heart, Toy Story 2 with all my heart, and Toy Story 3 with all my heart. Toy Story 4 did not need to happen. Everybody's pretty much on the same page with that. Not necessarily a bad movie, but like it kind of took away from the impact that Toy Story 3 left on me leaving the theater. Because mm. I watched that. It came out, what, in 2012? So I was like 10 years old. 2011. When, 2011? Yeah, it's more than I 10 was, years old. That's crazy. Man. I was a little nine-year-old boy. I remember walking out of that theater crying. My our entire family was <laughs> yeah. crying because, like, um, and the, the way that and what my mom always brings up is that they planned out these movies like the first three perfectly, so that when you're watching with your little kid who's like four or five years old, by the time the third one comes out, they're heading off to college yeah. too, which is what the, and that wasn't the even third planned was originally. About. It I, wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, it seems fantastic. like yeah, and I and I know it had like a big impact on my parents for that very reason. It's oh like, yeah, it they grew up with these movies watch. with their kids, and now like my older brothers were leaving for college, and now they were starting starting to cry. It was just the the Toy Story trilogy, aside from the fourth, is just absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah. I've always been been the biggest fan of Woody in mm. when it comes to Woody versus Buzz, but Lightyear, if you don't know, um, is going to be based off of the character that the Buzz Lightyear toy is based off of. So in the Pixar universe, there is this person, this astronaut called Buzz Lightyear. I'm assuming that's going to be his yeah. name. Maybe it's a title that he gains or something. But Buzz Lightyear, and then later on, or whatever in this universe, they create a toy based off of him, essentially. So we're going to be seeing Zerg. We're going to be see, seeing Buzz Lightyear. Oh, yeah. We're going to be getting the phrase to infinity and beyond. And with those three things, even if it was just just the one yeah. stipulation that we're going to be getting a Buzz Lightyear movie, like I'm already on all on board. It's not going to be voiced by Tim Allen, which I'm sure many of you have heard at this point. I I like the, I like the decision. I know I yeah, and I do, I do like it. Really good. Oh yeah, and there's there's two big reasons. One, um, I feel like it just makes sense that they would use a different actor for this because they're mm -hmm. not the same person. It's, it's totally like. Exactly. So, like, Tom Hanks doesn't voice the 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 Woody the, toys, the Woody toys. Yeah. and so that makes sense. And number two, I guess we don't have to spend as much time on this, but it doesn't seem like Tim Allen's been getting as much more Hollywood attention. So maybe some people thought that that could be the could reason. Retire? Yeah, it well, could be it. That's why. That's why I've always been some retiring. On or it's mostly been his, I guess, his political views. I feel like, but he's they still put him in Toy Story. Yeah, 4, but and. 
Yeah, but that's that's a whole political topic. views in Hollywood is stupid. I'm just Absolutely. gonna be honest. We'll Absolutely. get into that more. But that's um, not the reason that they cast Chris Evans. And Chris oh, yeah. Evans, I'm one I'm one hundred percent down he with that casting. He sounds so good. It's, it's excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. What are your thoughts? And you're you're gonna talk about this later. But. Yeah, I have I have this a little higher than Ike, and I'll be real. It's probably gonna be the one I spend the most time talking about. All so right. I'll I'll save it for that. My what are we on number four? Number four. Yeah, my number four is the Flash, and originally. Mm. I had this way at the bottom. I believe I had it at number nine. Mm-hmm. But then after yesterday, when I watched the little snippet, and then I went back and watched the little trailer and just did a little bit more research. You know what? Okay. I, I, I'll, I'll watch this movie. I'm very skeptical. Mm-hmm. Very skeptical of this film. Um, I'll, I'll briefly go through the highs and the things I'm excited for. Ezra Miller. Oh my goodness, he was done so dirty in Justice League. He Justice League, just a little yeah. bit more emphasis there. Justice, yeah. Yep. If oh boy, I we plan on doing an episode. Actually, we may. I think it'd be cool to do a commentary as we watch through Justice League. That would be excellent because it's not. This would be four hours, so we could yeah, actually do it. This would be exclusive to YouTube. But. but the way that he was handled in Zack Snyder's Justice League, I, it, I mean, it's night and day. There's no mm-hmm. similarity to these characters. The jokes all hit better. Oh, there's some really sexist things in the first one that are yeah. removed. But I'm a big fan of Ezra Miller. I will be honest. I love his suit. I do not like the new suit. It's a little cheesy. I love the, he has the, um, why am I blanking? The little flaps. The little eye flaps, the uh, yeah, I couldn't. I remember, I remember when I told you about it. I yeah. was like, oh, what are the like the eye shields or something? Yeah, whatever. Like, we'll, we'll say eye shields, but I mean, realistically, it makes sense. Yeah, have you seen those uh those like video breakdowns? I forget who does it, but it's the guy with the the long hair and the beard, and he's got the markers on YouTube, and he breaks oh, down. Oh yeah, like, yeah the I, know stuff. I don't remember the name, but yeah, yeah, I remember watching one of his videos talking about the Flash oh, or like um, any Quicksilver um, or any Speedster. Nerd like, theory. Nerd, it might theory. be. Something like that. What's uh, maybe try to pull that up? But I remember when watching that, he would break down. Okay, if you could really run that fast, then you'd be having, uh, you'd be running through like X amount of bugs per minute or something, yeah. and that would hinder your vision, or you couldn't think fast enough. But this seems to be eliminating that problem potentially, unless because he has the shields, yes, yeah, so it's not getting in his eyes, but like the blockage is still there. So what I'm hoping for is they give him little windshield wipers for the eyes, yeah. just wipe away the wipe away the bugs. I don't actually hope for that. That that would be really funny to see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Practically speaking, it makes sense, but yeah, yeah. Um, but let me let me briefly get back into my other things and my concerns. Um, mm-hmm. I love that I said Christian Bale. Uh, ben Affleck is coming back, and Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton yeah. just. Like, I'm going to be real. I'm not a huge fan of him as Batman, but he mm-hmm. he is really good in every role he's in. Oh, yeah. If you haven't seen The Founder, the McDonald's movie, I encourage you to watch that. It stars Michael Keaton, and he plays... Uh, Ronald McDonald. It's a really un- it's a really unsettling film, and it's one of my favorites that he's in, but let- let's get back to it. I'm excited for them. I'm excited for um, Supergirl. There's, there's other cameos that are going to happen. I feel like this is uh, a little too late to the No Way Home hype, Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to get into why I'm concerned. And Ike already brought it up, the ruining of the Snyderverse. Mm. Um, yeah. And I'm going to just do a quick rant. Warner Brothers, I absolutely hate, for the most part. 
Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I really hate how they treat big franchises. Um, Matrix was handled poorly. Um, I don't said Jurassic. They have nothing to do with those. Mm-hmm. But let's just say I'll, I'll just use Matrix as an example in DC. They realized that they screwed up when the Snyder Cut came out and everybody was obsessed with it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Restore the Snyderverse trend started going, which is still happening to this day. Um, just a few days ago on Twitter, it blew up again because there was a campaign for it. Yeah. Warner Brothers does not want to admit that they were wrong. Disney had The Last Jedi, which again, I said I liked, and then Rise of Skywalker, and they both were not great necessarily to the fan base. They realized that they were wrong, and they shifted their transition to the shows. We have all know about that. Disney, again, acknowledged that they were wrong. And they've improved what they're doing. And this is a shout out. I, mean, I want to, you know... Uh, you know, make love to Disney, I guess, the entire episode. Mm. But when you, I, I'm a huge uh, Star Wars fan. So when I watch all these shows, they're making the sequels better the same way that the Clone Wars added to the prequels. Warner Brothers realized that they screwed up, but they don't want to admit that. So the like, the most likely option is let's just screw over our original vision. And they want to focus more on standalone. That's that's fine when it comes to things like the Batman or the Joker or mm-hmm. I believe there's a rumored Green Lantern show that's gonna like be a standalone. That's cool. That's really mm-hmm. cool. But the DCEU had a vision, and I'm gonna be real. Even from the get go, it was it was trash. Um, yeah. Man of Steel and Batman v Superman had a good vision. Then they released the Suicide or not Suicide Squad, and it made zero sense to be in this universe and look i get it people want the air cut i do not that's a whole other topic i think it's stupid but there is a very important point about that concerning allowing and i'm I'm sorry i'm interrupting but you're good um to briefly bounce off of what you were talking about with warner bros is movies tend to do better when a director is allowed Mm -hmm. to portray his vision yep so i still would have liked to see air give his vision it wouldn't have made it a good movie no not at all yeah not not at all most likely but Zack Snyder, and even most recently with the new The Suicide Squad with James Gunn, yeah. when directors are allowed to have their vision, yeah. and most recently with Matt Reeves in The Batman, yeah. we're going to be seeing what happens when Warner Bros. allows their directors yeah. to make their own movies. But My problem continue. with the DCEU, and again, we have a series coming soon enough that we're going to kind of go over this, um, is even though some of these movies are great, um, and I'll mention them briefly, I think Wonder Woman's great, that I think belongs in the justice league or snyder verse yeah but then you have shazam which is good you know yeah uh, i'm a huge sucker for the aquaman movie and i know the movie is not that great <laughs> i i think it is a joke but i love it for that reason yeah it doesn't feel like it belongs in the same universe shazam doesn't feel like it belongs in the same universe i actually like birds of prey i think that's an unpopular opinion but it Interesting. doesn't feel I've like it's in it. the same universe i wish that if we made a suicide squad movie Zack snyder was writing all of these films mm-hmm and think about what they originally could have had with him and Christopher Nolan as a producer, because he was a producer on Man of Steel, remember? Uh-huh. We could have just had this great universe. And obviously, we it hasn't. And it's fine, because we'll probably be talking a little bit more about Zack Snyder in a future episode, yes. potentially. Originally, this episode was going to be why we love Zack Snyder, <laughs> but that's really lame. Um, and the look, I'm be real. The Flash, I have hope, can uh, course correct what they've done. But just the rumors of them basically keeping the DCEU intact, but erasing Henry Cavill, who, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is the greatest 
uh, character we've ever had in any DC movie when it comes to his portrayal of oh, Superman. Yeah. Erasing Ben Affleck. And heck, even having Ben Affleck in this movie to then erase him is such a douchebag move. Yeah. But this is what I wanted to talk about real briefly before we move on to what is where are we moving on to our top three? Top three. Yeah. Yep. So let's go ahead and well on. Let me. Oh, yep. This is what I was gonna say. Yeah. Ike does not know about this. Uh-oh. And I believe. Ezra Miller, if you don't know, he posts some weird stuff. Ezra Miller's a weird dude. I do like him though. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few things he posts that I'm like, dude, you are gonna get yourself in major trouble, but he hasn't. There was a news article about two weeks ago, and it was tight. I can't remember the exact title. I'm going to look up a picture, so you should be seeing it on the screen now. Mm -hmm. And it was talking about the last ride for Ben Affleck as Batman. And Ezra Miller posted and highlighted the last ride and then put ha, 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 ha across the screen. He has said on numerous occasions that they are not going to erase the Snyderverse. And that it that this movie will stick very true to what has been set up in the Snyder Cut. Now, do I trust him? I'd like to say yes, but I don't. And even if what he's been told is true, I could still see Warner Brothers screwing him over as well. Yeah. Now, who's to say? And this is why, you know, I'll keep it at that. When we see the movie, we'll have a good expectation and anticipation of what is to come. But mm-hmm. um, again, restore the Snyderverse. Please. HBO Max, I think, is a great place to have these. Oh, yeah. Even if we look, even if we don't get a, a correct Aquaman 2 or a correct Wonder Woman 3 or a correct, uh, you know, we should have a Martian Manhunter or even a cyborg, Justice to Cyborg. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. I would like to just get a Justice League 2. Again, we know how it ends. That was one of the biggest problems I have with, or the only problem I have with the Snyder Cut is we had to unfortunately wrap it all up. And we know, again, we know how Justice League 2 would end. I just love to see it. So. I'm hopeful with this movie. I'm very skeptical, but you know, it is what it is. We'll see when it comes out, but that is my number four. And we're going to finally move on to our final three films each. So what do you got at number three? Number three, as I'm sure many of you have heard rumors about by now is a movie that is currently untitled and it's an untitled Nintendo movie slash Mario brothers movie. Oh yeah. Starring Chris Pratt, (laughs) Chris Pratt and Jack Black. And Anna Taylor Joy and Keegan Michael Key. Keegan Michael Key. And then who plays Luigi again? I don't even think Luigi's. Is he confirmed to be in the movie? He's, he's in the movie. He's, oh, I didn't see uh, that. Let's quickly look up what yeah. that is. But let's just assume that it's called Mario. Yeah. But I'm going to, while Ike's looking it up, my original reaction, because I actually watched the live stream, I was dying. This is such. No way. Is Charlie Day at... Oh, my Charlie gosh. Charlie Day is Charlie Luigi. Day is Luigi. First off, this is like the... Oh, Seth Rogen's oh, Seth also Rogen's Donkey This Kong. is like the greatest cast of all time because none of them fit the roles that they're going to play. And I think that Illumination knows that. Uh-huh. Oh, it's going to be good. This, again, this one did not make my top ten. It's in my honorable mentions because we'll, we'll briefly get into our honorable mentions after number two. But go back to why you have this so high. First of all, when I saw this cast, I was... The immediate reaction is most people just whack this is whack and that is absolutely why it's made my top three is because i love chris pratt i love anna taylor joy i love seth rogan and jack black and i think like you said like this cat it doesn't seem like they're going to fit what they've been given like their roles don't seem to match up with like what they're typically known for but i kind of purposeful i think yes and i do love to see when actors like push their boundaries and do things Mm -hmm. that they're not normally known for like 
even with someone like, let me think, uh, like Robin Williams, like he's been known as like the super comedic guy. He's one of like the funniest guys out there or was rest in peace. Yeah, but his, his dramas are like really some good. of the yeah. best ever. Like he's most certainly in my top 10 favorite actors of all time, but he's, he's just so versatile. And he kind of like broke that boundary of like, you can be a comedian, but also be like super dramatic as well. And I'm hoping with something like the Mario movie, you could have okay, so maybe not. It's it's not going to be a drama, I'm sure. Yeah. But it's kind of just sticking with that theme of like we're kind of pushing the boundaries. We're not exactly staying within our comfort zones of like what we're usually mm -hmm. uh, used to performing. And so for that reason, it alone would be enough. But newer, uh, I guess, more news has come out, um, and this is fairly old at this point, but. Uh, apparently Mario isn't going to have his typical Italian accent. And so that's going to be Chris Pratt gets to get it. I think he's putting his own spin on it. He put his own spin on it. And apparently they love it. And Same Chris with Luigi. Saying by he's the going way. to love it. Same with Luigi. And we don't know what the animation style is going to look like for this. We don't know if it's going to be, looks just like, I hope, the it's, Super Mario I hope Bros. it looks like the, the games. I'm not going to lie, but I yeah. doubt it will. It'll probably look more like the minions. <laughs> Something like that. Secret Life of likely. Pets or something, but yeah. it is what it is. If they try doing something like Into the Spider-Verse with it, or almost like a claymation or something. That'd be awesome that if could, it's that could also be, I love that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Either way, I feel like just the overall mystery over it has me really anticipating, oh, yeah. like, thinking, what are they going to do with this movie? Mm -hmm. And so that's why I have it so high, is because, like, I don't know what's going to be yeah. going on, but I know enough to get me excited. So Absolutely. that's my number three. Yeah. And lastly, I just want to add to that. If we find out in a few weeks that it's live action, I will not be surprised. <laughs> I get Illumination Honestly. only does animation, but boy, with the cast and every decision, if this is live action, I would, if they even, okay. if they wear regular human clothes mm -hmm. and they have regular human jobs and everything about it is just like a, like a real life, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And it'd still be great. Personally, um, if they were to ever come out with a live action Mario slash Nintendo type movies with those characters, I would want them to bring in, and this would never ever happen. They could do a Nintendo verse. They could. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But without these actors, I would replace them with the filthy Frank universe of characters Ooh, of having like that would be pink guys and Mario as iDubbbz as Luigi. As that would be cool. Max Mofo as Donkey Kong. Oh, wait, no, was he Donkey? No, he was Peach. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And That'd be cool. But that would, that would be my personal pick for a live action. But yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to do that or not. But Yeah, I'm surprised that this cast, boy, if they do live action one day, who knows? That'll be interesting. But yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about that. Um, my so. number three without looking is Lightyear. Again, this was my number two. Um, Same here. But um, kind of speaking on what he already established when, you know, what, I can't remember. What was your number four? Uh, Let yours my number four. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of pains me to see it that low, but it's in, at least in the top five. Um, visually, it looks beautiful. Um, the new oh, trailer yeah. just dropped. I, 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 everything about this looks incredible. Um, but yeah, like he said, I, I am a huge fan of the Toy Story films. Mm. I remember when the well, I, we were way too young to have like normal thoughts when the third one came out, but even that. <laughs> I didn't think it was unnecessary, but Toy Story 4 in particular, I was like, why? Why? We don't need one. Yeah. Um, Ike isn't, you know, super for it, but I actually really liked the film. I think out of the... Oh, yeah, it was it was a, still a good movie. It yeah. just, it wasn't the best wrap-up. The ending, I actually really liked the ending. The ending was very um, lighthearted and, it, you know, it felt earned, but okay. 
I think the last one was a perfect way to end it. And I get what they're really? trying to do. I, I get what they're trying to do with the way that Toy Story 4 ended is if they make a five, you could either follow Woody. And I think that's stupid. I don't want to see Woody and Bo Peep. I think that that ended perfectly. But they could, again, follow the toys and you could see more about Bonnie. Mm-hmm. I hope they don't. I think the four was very unnecessary. And, you know, it was still a good film. Yeah. Lightyear, though, and this is what I want. I Westerns are my my favorite type of movie. No question. I've seen so many Westerns this year alone. And, oh, man, there's so many good ones. Mm-hmm. I would love a Woody film. That would be, <laughs> like, as cool as Lightyear is, I would prefer a Woody film. But uh, Buzz has always been my favorite. Um, I remember – hold up. I actually looked this up. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this. I remember getting oh. a navy, like a blue and gray Buzz Lightyear when I was really little. And I've had it for, obviously I don't have any more, but I, I always had an attachment to Buzz. Zerg is my favorite character in these movies. Um, so obviously I'm excited for this movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't really think there's anything more to say about that. I'm not expecting this over-the-top, insane in your face type no. of movie. I think that this one is going to be a little bit more. I think that the trailers have actually showed us most of the action. I don't think that there's going to be a third act CGI insanity battle with explosions and starships. Who's to say it could. Yeah. Um, everything I've just seen so far looks great. I really love the way that the teaser ended with the two of them doing the pinky thing. And he says to infinity and, and then cuts the same mm-hmm. way that age of Ultron did the Avengers assemble thing. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I, I fully expect this to be, a phenomenal movie. I don't oh, think it's there's any question. An experiment. Any question, but it is what it is. Um, I'd like to put this at number two, but I forgot a yeah. certain film was coming out, and <laughs> I'd like to put it over the Batman, but I already know the Batman's going to be better. So that's my number three, but we're going to finally get into our top two. So what do you have in number two? Number two is a movie that we have previously mentioned, oh, yeah. but it is The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent. A.K.A. the Nicolas Cage yeah. movie. I, I Before you yeah. say anything, do you expect this to be a good film? That's actually what I was about to say. Is With oh. Nicolas Cage, if you've seen Willy's Wonderland, you will know that it is an absolute garbage movie. <laughs> but at the same time, still carries you, you will know that it is the most wonderful movie at the same time. Why? Because Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is one of my favorite. I, I, keep, I keep saying this for so many of the actual movies. It sucks but because like, there's so many good ones. <laughs> there are so many yeah. good ones. But Nicolas Cage, just, I, I love him so much. And with Willy's Wonderland, I don't know if you've seen it, but the entire time he plays this brooding guy who doesn't say a single word. And while, it is so funny and it is so good. And I absolutely love it. Anytime he's on the screen, absolutely love it. And with this movie, with him going through and touching back on all the different roles that he has and kind of just just uh playing this version of himself and him being so loose about things even though like he he understands like what the what the project is like Mm -hmm. he he knows what's going on here he's not he's not stupid but he rolls with it anyways yeah and i love that i love how he'll just not like not take jabs at himself but like he'll he's self-aware yeah he's a good good sport he's very self-aware is the word i was looking for yeah Yeah. he's very self-aware and it's just i don't know i think it's going to be like Production-wise, it's not going to be a great movie. Yeah. Script-wise and everything, it's not going to be a great movie. It's probably going to be really bad. It's not going to do well at the box office. It'll be a good time, like Maybe it'll do well at the box office, but like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff? Oh, I already no. see a hard <laughs> rotten on that one. Oh, yeah. Audience reviews, though, it's probably going to be pretty high just because... Yeah. Well, maybe not like pretty high, but like... I'll say 60. Yeah, I, I would even say maybe something. 70s or 80s, yeah. potentially, depending on maybe how this nice. movie goes. But I don't know. The moment I saw the trailer, I was like... yeah. Oh yeah, this is a, this is gonna be a whole lot of Nick Cage. And oh I love yeah, Nick Cage. And I, even like 
even beyond his like his funny roles, like in Raising Arizona or his more like obscure ro- roles, but in movies like National Treasure or The Pig, where he acts serious, like he can still pull it off. Oh yeah. So like like you were talking about earlier, like there's not really like an in between with him. He's just he's kind of great? all over the place, or but like does, that's like perfect. Yeah. It's it, it he's works. his own. There's no other actor like him. He's yeah. one of a kind. But very much looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, I, I think you can kind of see where our number one is going to be. So we're not mm-hmm. even going to do individual. We'll just talk about that one together. But my number two, and this is not on his honorable mentions, and this is not in his top ten. I, 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 not going to lie, I didn't fully expect it to. But at number two, I have Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. I absolutely love Jurassic Park. I love Jurassic World. The other three, we don't talk about. They're just not good. <laughs> but I'm I'm a sucker for every one of these films. Every time they come out, I have to watch one. I, I just love the idea of dinosaurs against humans. I just, it's it's crazy that it took till like the 90s to actually have a movie like that. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't know. But the trailer dropped yeah, two days ago. Something like that, yeah. We're recording this on... Uh, wow, I almost said Sunday. That's not true. recording this on a Saturday. I believe Thursday the trailer dropped, and I was hooked. Um, I don't know if you've seen World or Fallen Kingdom. I haven't seen anything Jurassic Park. Oh wow, nothing. So oh, so no so, wonder it wasn't in there. Yes. Um, yeah. I absolutely love Jurassic World, and this is gonna be my problem. And you know, once Alex watches these, if he watches these, then he'll I see. Will. He'll I see will. what I'm talking about. Um, Jurassic World was. It reminds me of The Force Awakens. It's basically just a soft reboot of the original. Mm-hmm. Still in the same universe, but, you know, The Force Awakens was A New Hope, and Jurassic World is just Jurassic Park, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It feels like they knew where they wanted it to begin, and they knew where they wanted to end. They knew that they wanted the dinosaurs to become um, one with us in the world, but they didn't know how to bridge it. And Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is the just the worst bridge ever. It's not a good movie. There's you know all of these ideas that come up in that movie that theoretically make sense in the world but it doesn't feel earned and it feels stupid okay but the way that movie ends is so good and i'm like oh yes we're finally getting what we all wanted but then you think and you're like okay what was the point of that movie though you could have just mm-hmm. had jurassic world as in the original end with the dinosaurs escaping yeah for that I'm a little worried, but we're getting the original cast. We're getting the new cast. Chris Pratt, again, who is in every movie ever created, is the lead. As he was in the last two, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back, and I am a huge fan of hers, especially because the recent Star Wars stuff she's done. But I'm just excited for this film. I, I ex- I'm i going to say this now. I am anticipating to put this in my top three for the end of the year. At the I, end of the year? I fully expect it. Obviously, our lists are going to stay the same, but I yes. think we're going to – Run through our list. We're going to re-rank But them then as as... I think we're going to put our actual top 10 movies. Because there's so many yeah. movies on here that we don't even bring up that are probably going to blow us away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just super ready for this film. I, I, I am expected... I'm expecting success, but if it's disappointing, oh well. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I just... I absolutely love these movies. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I... I was originally going to put this at number four, but after the trailer and just, just more and more, I've thought about this. I I am mostly excited for this film once our number one comes out. So let's let's briefly go over our honorable mentions. Um, we're really not. No way. 
Let me get back to it. Sorry, I thought I accidentally erased what we were doing. <laughs> That's good. But we didn't. All right. Let's let's just run through our honorable mentions just very briefly. We don't need to like spend a lot of time on these. But uh, you want to run over yours first? Yep. Very briefly, uh, Death on Nile mentioned it earlier. Already came out, so it didn't make the top ten just because it's already kind of happened. Yep. Um, gonna watch that. Bullet Train. Gonna be a movie about five assassins on a bullet train. Their missions they find out are unrelated to each other, or they are related to each other. I don't know, but it's got Brad Pitt, Sazzy Beats, Sandra Bullock. It's gonna be interesting. Um, Havoc, all I know is it's got Tom Hardy, and it's some sort of uh, action movie. So I love Tom Hardy. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Adam, as you mentioned earlier, he made the cut. But for the reasons that I mentioned earlier, uh, Black Panther 2, for the reason that I'm just interested to see how they're going to continue that franchise without Chadwick Boseman. Um, uh, Aquaman 2. Uh, just because I'm interested to see how that's going to go as well. <laughs> I mean, not not interested enough to make it the top ten. I'm not really anticipating it. Yeah. I'm still going to watch it just because this is a primarily DC channel, but also other movies. But um, uh, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse is also in there. And um, the Minions Rise of Gru is also in there. It's going really? to be really, It's going to be really bad. But yeah. I'm hoping maybe there'll be a few chuckles in there. Maybe I, they yeah. take it back to its roots. Because the, the first Despicable Me movie was so unlike the others. Like, the vibe of it was so different. But I like the second one. The second granted, one good, I yeah. haven't watched these movies in years, so they're probably just horrible. But Most likely. Um, yeah. Run through mine. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah, I am a yeah. sucker for the first movie. I'm, I love Sonic. And look, the movies are the movie's not good, but I, every time I watch it, I have such a good time. So obviously, mm-hmm. I had to put the second one in there. Okay. Um, the Adams Project is a oh, Ryan Reynolds that. movie yeah. that'll be exclusive to Netflix. Um, I don't know much about it. I'm purposefully not going to watch any of the trailers or look into it. I just want to go into it and I watch it. watched the trailer it. last night. It's, yeah. I don't know. I won't say anything about we'll, it. We'll see how it is. Uh, the Northsmen. I am a sucker for a Viking anything, so I'm excited to see this film. I hope it's brutal, and I anticipate that it will be. Um, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was supposed to come out like two years ago. Yeah. Actually, did you Same with hear... Death of the Nile. I don't know oh, really? That. It finished shooting almost three years ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. But um, the apparently two Super Bowls ago is when they played the trailer for Yep, Top I remember Gun that, Maverick. which is insane. <laughs> but yeah. um, I'm going to be real. I don't expect Top Gun to be great. I it does, it's one of those films that doesn't need a sequel and of course they found a way to do one but you know um tom cruise is tom cruise i will watch anything he's in because i i my favorite thing about him is he does his own stunts oh yeah and you know he'll do things that could i mean he's done things that will kill him yeah and obviously he's still around so i'm very excited to see that um then the last two i have is obviously the mario movie mm-hmm. um boy i'm excited <laughs> to see what they do with that and then um my debate between um, number 10 between Doctor Strange or Aquaman 2, I decided to put Doctor Strange ahead because it's going to be better. I already know it is. Aquaman, I'm a big fan of James Wan. I love Jason Momoa. I actually like Amber Heard as Mara, but I do not like her as a person. I think that's a that should be the universal decision. It better be. Let's be real. She actually is really good in the role. But everything about her is not good. Yeah, okay. I, I, can, uh, I can agree with that. Yeah. I'm not. No, I'm not trying. I, to I cannot see her on screen without thinking about how oh, she absolutely. did my boy Johnny Dirty. Absolutely, I, I I can't either. But I think that she is a good actress. But you know, things yeah. that happen. It's it's you know, it's, it's a it whole other story in and of itself. But those are 
my honorable mentions. He said his petition to have Miro replaced with Johnny Depp, mustache and goatee and all. Yeah, I, would I, mean, I don't think but, it'd be as attractive, but hey, it is what it is. Oh, he's an attractive man. Let's <laughs> let's both discuss our number one briefly because right. we did a whole episode on Drum it last roll. week. It's pretty Batman. obvious. The Batman. The Batman. Um, what I, what can we say about this? I was going to say, we, we to we've say? already said everything we needed to say. Um, I expect this to be a great movie. Mm-hmm. A great time. It's three hours long. Mm-hmm. Um, I am actually, unfortunately, Ike will not be there. I'll I will be seeing this the premiere night. So um, what I'm planning on doing is doing a solo show briefly, maybe like 10 minutes, just going over non-spoiler reviews. When I get back, we'll go see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, then we'll do a full breakdown. I expect this to be like one of the longest episodes because we are oh, going to have so much to talk about. But yeah, so Ike will not be seeing it first. I will not no. spoil it, and hopefully nobody else spoils it for him. But please no. I oh boy, I'm so excited. I don't think I've ever been more excited for a film. But it's it's weird. It's, I, I can't think of one either. It's not like excitement levels of like Endgame and Infinity War where life is like freaking out every single day. Like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? but I'm like yeah. I, I know I'm more excited, but I feel really chill. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. Yeah. Did you see the uh the interview with the whole cast? That I released, saw like, part of it. I, I saw the part where she I don't remember. Something about will you be my Batman? Oh yeah, that's, I saw that, and everyone was like making comments like, hmm, "Maybe the Batmobile thing did actually happen." Potentially, <laughs> yeah, potentially. If it did, props to them, man. You got to do what you got to do. But yeah, I can't. I don't blame either of them. Yeah, and I can't imagine we'll talk much more about the Batman before it comes out because it's really coming up fast, and I'm super oh, yeah. hyped about that. But all I can really say is, um, for the audiences at home, is please don't ruin it for yourselves by either, um looking online for spoilers or anything but yeah. also don't try to figure out the movie absolutely before before they um reveal it to you and yeah. i found and that's like i was talking about earlier with knives out like i realized the moment i started um just letting the movie tell the story for me instead of me trying to guess what's going to happen you're going to find your experience is going to be much better and that's not mm. necessarily to diss like how they write the movie and making it seem predictable because i do think there's going to be a lot in here that we're not expecting oh, yeah but just for your own sakes, continue the hype. Get excited for this, but don't try to spoil it for yourselves. Yep. Uh, I'll also add, if if you do not plan on seeing this and you know who you are, I encourage you to watch this movie. Yep. Um, I, I understand it's a three-hour-long movie, so it's going to feel like, oh, my gosh, three hours is intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do, I just hope it follows the Doom pattern where by the time the movie ends, you still want more. And I, I fully expect that oh, yeah. to be the Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else we can say. Um, the only other thing that I can think of is if you want to hear us more, talk talk more about this, then you can go ahead and oh, listen yeah. to our first episode. Check out episode one. Discussing our thoughts on oh, Batman. Oh, look, you'll see it right up there. It'll pop up on, on YouTube. Oh, hopefully, hopefully it's some of that. Yeah. Unless it's not what I end up flipping or something. We'll, we'll it, it better out. be there. But yeah, I encourage you guys to go back and watch that. Again, um, I don't really know what else to say. I guess we'll wrap this up. Yep. Um, if you guys have other movies that you guys are looking forward to this year, let go ahead know. and let us know in the yeah. comments or anything like that. You message us or whatever you want to do. But yeah, um, I guess, you know, thank you guys for all tuning in. Thank you mm-hmm. for watching and listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Make sure to check us out on the social media. Yeah. Um, visual version of the podcast, unless you're already watching this, yeah. is on YouTube. Um, but as always, I'm Jaden. And I'm Mike.
and we will catch you next week on the streets of Gotham City. Well, let's hope. I mean, there are uh, a lot uh, of yeah, criminals yeah. on the streets yeah, of no, Gotham no. City. Let's, so let's, let's rework that. Yeah. We will hopefully catch you in the little windows in your little apartments in, in Gotham your City. Safe space. Hopefully being safe. But yeah, again, we're the Gotham Geeks. We'll see you next time. We will be back with Peacemaker next week. And with that, we're out. Make peace. Peace.